1: Okay, recording the bonus episode. Hello and welcome to our weekend release. Our wonderful... Oh, fuck. Ben's just said to me, Are you peeking? I don't know. Ben, what's the point? I've been peeking all pissing series. <laughs> um, I'll turn myself down. Hello and welcome to our weekend release, our wonderful bonus podcast episode where we see how much extra content we can squeeze in. Random things that we've been sent in by you, extra bits from our week and how our advice went down with our g and Divas. Now Jordan, are you, you, well,
0: you, are, you are sitting down, I can, see, I can see that. And I hope our g and Divas are sitting down when we tell them this. But you and I have a bit of news to share, don't we? Well, yes. On Tuesday's episode coming up the episode that goes out on the 1st of September we will finally be bringing series 5 to a close mm. thank god for that it's been going on for years i mean what is it episode 94 oh,
1: d- on uh, on on tuesday i remember this is how long ago we started it <laughs> i remember when we started this and you bought some face masks as a joke and i thought it was hilarious yes <laughs> There's a photo on our Instagram
0: when we recorded the first uh, episode, which we did in person, where I turned up with a face mask thinking, and I did a photo, thinking, oh, that would be funny. That would be funny <laughs> for socials.
1: Yeah, and now we're all walking around in face masks. Uh, once again, ahead of a
0: curve, I was, but there we go. Um, so, yes, not, this is our a, last Not vote. a great choice of words, that. Oh, No. But, yeah, well, I mean, that's true Anyway, this, this is our last bonus episode Tuesday's episode coming up will be our last Of Series 5 mm. And we'll, uh, we'll talk more about future plans
1: What's been uh, your highlight of week? the series? There's been so many, hasn't there?
0: Um, what's been my highlight? Finding a date to stop, <laughs> I think
1: <laughs> Wednesday next week <laughs> Yeah, I think you read in your will That was it What else did we do? Yes, death's oh, always funny. William Hanson Media News. Uh, no, Hanson Media Group Network News. Hansen HMG. Media Group Network News. Mm. Yeah, there's been so many. Yeah. You and your skyline. Skylight, yeah. Which is a continual
0: problem. I mean, lots of people are messaging you and us saying, just get a rain sensor. Apparently you can have them put on. Yeah, but
1: I just think I'm on mega money. Oh, Wilfred and Justin was another highlight.
0: Well... It's
1: funny you should say that,
0: Jordan. Mm-hmm. We have a Wilfred and Justin update coming up oh, for you in a minute. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. What's been your, any, any other sort of particular highlights? I think announcing our tour as
1: well, yes. halfway through.
0: I mean, I know we haven't done it yet, and fingers crossed we still will. Yeah. But being able to announce that and give people a bit of hope yeah. was quite nice.
1: We'll talk about it more on Tuesday's episode, but we are grateful for everybody that's listened, and it's been a godsend. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what's our first church notice, please, William Hansen? Right, we have a,
0: a little uh, DM, I think, from Holly. Hello, you wonderful pair of men and producer Ben when he gets back from holiday. Sadly, he is now back. I think I was listening to your Friday release recently, and William brought up the social class levels from royal right down to lower class. Mm -hmm. I think I remember William saying he may do a longer talk on this in an episode soon, but I'm placing a formal request for this to happen sooner rather than later. Keep up the good work. You're keeping me distracted from the boring stuff in life. Holly. It's very straightforward. Obviously you've got royal royalty mm-hmm. and you've got royalty by birth mm-hmm. and then I would say you have royalty by marriage so they have become royal. So people like uh, Catherine Camilla, Meghan, Sophie, that sort of Sophie? Countess of Wessex, very popular. And then after that you would have aristocracy mm-hmm. and they're conventionally what are called upper class. And then after that, it's very straightforward. You get lower, lower, upper class. Then you get lower, upper class. And then you get upper, upper, middle class and upper, lower, middle class. Then you get middle, middle class. Then you get lower, upper, middle class. Then lower, middle class. And then upper, lower class, middle, lower class and lower, lower class. And then after that, Jordan. What a load of shit. You're either rich or you're not. It's got nothing to do with money. You can be you can be upper class and have nothing.
1: Well, you're not going to live on a, a an housing estate in Burnley and be classed as upper class, are you? You could be. There are lots of impoverished aristocrats. Oh, yeah, fair Sim- Similarly, one. look at the Beckhams.
0: I mean, God bless them. They try. And, you know, say what you like about the Beckhams and who doesn't. They've got lots of money, but they're not upper class. I'd say they were. Really? Mm.
1: Maybe in the, your world. They're both, they're both ambassadors of Burberry. Don't get much upper class in Um,
0: that. No. Oh, jeez, lordy.
1: So what makes someone upper class?
0: I would say class is defined by attitude to life and your material choices. So how you choose to decorate your house, for example, Mm -hmm. will show more about your class or the class in which you aspire to be rather than how much money you've got in your bank account Mm -hmm. or who you bank with. So do I need to stop... Getting stuff from Ikea to rise up the classes? Not necessarily, because you see, the aristocracy and upper classes can be terribly practical. So you're into your Scandi look, aren't you, Jordan?
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Yeah, so quite functional, that would be quite upper class, rather than sort of going into uh, making everything look pretty. Do you have all to all carpets? No. Okay, well, that's quite upper class. Do you, um, you know when you and your housemate are having a drink?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Around the house, do you have little um, little circular discs or or square discs that you put your drink on? Uh, a coaster, got one here. Yes, ah, yeah. uh, quite common. A
1: coaster's common.
0: Coasters are quite common. No, they're not. You I see got the?
1: mad at house, housemate for not putting that.
0: Uh, uh, and I'm yeah, drinking well, out of
1: and I'm drinking out of an expensive whiskey glass here. This is yes, cut glass. This is RCR Royal or whatever it's called.
0: RCR Royal.
1: Yeah, then ones from then uh, that RCR Crystal, whatever it's. Called. Is it R C R? You know the one I mean. it's what,
0: it's what you say when you a waiter gives you a plate of food in Spain, isn't it? R C R. No, coast is quite easy. The, arist- the aristocracy's attitude is well, it doesn't really matter if it gets marked because it's sort of a hundred years old anyway. So, uh, what does it matter? Try telling Whereas that in my house. The middle classes and lower classes are more sort of prissy about, and everything has to be perfect. I will admit I never had coasters, but so many people when I lived in Manchester would come and they would I would watch them because you know I I, you know, I think this podcast is testament the fact I have friends from every walk of life, and they would come and sort of they would have their drink and they I, I'd watch them not know what to do and where to put their drink because there were no coasters. Put it on a magazine so end, or a
1: pamphlet. That's what I do.
0: Well, in the end, I went to a. Um, I think it was, I went antiquing somewhere in Northamptonshire and I bought some silver coasters in a little stack. I remember them. Yeah, I've still got them. And so rather than having coasters sort of pristily plonked out around around the house, telling people where they can sit and put their drinks, I think if you're going to go down the coaster line in order to make your guests feel comfortable and not sort of panicked as to where they can put their drink, having just a stack, they can take one and then place it where they like is the sort of the happy compromise.
1: So, in answer to your question, Holly, if you're either, the difference between lower-class and upper-class is coasters. Yes.
0: Well, there are a couple of other things as well. You, the language you use. I did a very good documentary on uh, upper-class language on, for Radio 4 years ago when I had a career before this. <laughs> um, now, very excitingly, our second piece of correspondence is a script. Ooh... Okay. Uh as we know producer Ben was away last week. Mm-hmm. And during his uh holiday he
1: he was at his typewriter.
0: Yes. Because ob- that's that's quite Indian hipster type. type with his
1: cardigan and his hipster glasses, mm-hmm. his hair slicked back, smoking rollies and and writing a script on an actual typewriter. Can you cast your mind back to about 40 weeks ago when we
0: we're halfway through this series, and we introduced Wilfred and
1: Justin. Yes, this was originally my idea. Um, Yes. I was, at the start of lockdown, I was script writing, I was being very creative, God. And um, they say write what you know, so I wrote a story about Wilfred and Justin, two friends. One of them was um, quite posh and liked the finer things in life, and one of them was a bit rough around the edges, I don't know where it came from. No,
0: no. I mean, it wouldn't happen in real
1: life, obviously. Uh, uh, Wilfred had a uh, a boyfriend called Mickey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they also had a friend called Producer Bob, didn't they?
0: Yes, they did. Now, so we're going to take it in turns to read Producer Ben's script. So I'm going to read the stage directions and the part of Justin. Mm -hmm. You will read the part of Wilfred and Producer Bob and any other character that might be introduced, Okay. Surely I'd read Justin. No, I think it's more interesting if we do it the other way around, Okay, don't you? All right, let's try it. I'm up for mixing it up. So later, i just like to say, neither Jordan or I have read this okay. before. Okay, so we are just going to read, okay? This is what our producer wants us to read, so this is a, an interesting insight into his mind. Wilfred is sat... At a table in a swanky private club in central, central London. He looks around nervously before placing a serviette on the seat of the chair opposite him. Justin appears on the far side of the room. Scruffy late and smelling of cheap perfume, William looks. How dare. William. Wilfred. Looks disdainfully at the camera, as if he were in an episode of The Office. Justin. Hello! Justin squeals, struggling to walk across the room in heels that are slightly too small. ''Sorry I'm late. I was trying to get some wood in a van, but it was much longer than I expected. And
1: I had a bit of an accident.'' ''Pardon? What do you mean? And my God, you look good in those heels.'' ''Well, the wood, it came out of nowhere and tore a hole in in an unfortunate place.'' Oh, don't worry about that. I've had many back-passage problems in my time. I know just the man to sort you out good and proper. The gaping hole in the seat of your trousers will be sorted in no time. Luckily, I put down that serviette on your chair.
0: Oh, phew. It's the throbbing that's the main problem. I need a drink. And what's the serviette? <laughs> Producer Bob walks over to the table to take the food and drinks order from his former colleagues. Ever since he took a holiday, things <laughs> have turned sour between Bob, Wilfred, and Justin. Justin no longer replied to Bob's texts, and he was forced to find work in a swanky private members' club. Apostrophe's in the wrong place there, by the way. Uh, he'd also be forced to buy clothes that don't look like they're from a charity shop, and has started to follow Wilfred's makeup routine to hide all of his monstrous tattoos.
1: Who's producer Bob? Shall That's I've- you. Hi, guys.
0: Without looking up.
1: Wilfred. Two gin and de bonnets, please, and I think I fancy giving the melon a go, but only if it's juicy. The juicy ones feel better for me. Don't bother cutting it up. whole will do.
0: <laughs> and I'll have cauliflower cheese. Some people say that cauliflower looks like emeroids, but I enjoy putting the little nuggets of love in my mouth. <laughs> the pair don't recognise or care enough to acknowledge their former colleague... Producer Bob opens his mouth as if to say something. He struggles for words, nods, and wordlessly returns to the bar to make the Queen Mother's
1: favourite tipple. Don't you just hate it when you get a miserable waiter like that? Anyway, where were we? Do you think I've changed? I mean, I always
0: went to posh private members' clubs, ate Avo on toast, and had my own personal fashion stylist when I lived in Burnley, or Preston, wherever it is this week. People don't
1: know that about me. Is that really why you came all the way down south from your North England home to ask me again if you've changed? No, no, no. I wanted
0: to break the ice again. After what happened in the alleyway in Soho, your soft... You're, I can't say that word. Your soft... soft. How do you say soft? Soft. Your soft, tender greys on my left buttock. Buttock? You're aware of what I touched. It wasn't his buttock. And after what happened in Monaco... I know we told Mickey it was just a fart, but we both know it was so much more than that. And I oh there's more. It hurts your jaw, how'd you keep this up? <laughs> and I know we also said that the reason my bed kept getting wet was me leaving the skyline open, but you know, my deepest, darkest fetishes I've always been completely honest with you. <laughs>
1: Well, sometimes I wish you weren't so honest, Justin.
0: Well, Wilfred, the truth is, I've met another man. He's called Brian. He's the gay ghost I've been trying to tell you about. I've never felt anything inside me like it. <laughs> fascinating insight into Ben's mind. And we both wanted to know if you'd enjoy a night of passion with us. This is getting fecking weird now. Right, stage directions. Despite Justin laying everything out on the table for Wilfred, Wilfred was not listening. Pop star extraordinaire Shane Mendoza had just entered the room, and all Wilfred could think about was the night his phone unexplainedly lit up with Shane's face in a past episode of Wilfred and Justin. Shane was walking directly towards Wilfred. Wilfred and Justin stand up in unison, gobsmacked at the boyish beauty that was gliding through the room in front of them. Shane Mendoza, what
1: are you doing here?
0: You can read Shane.
1: I heard (laughs) (laughs) someone...
0: You cannot do Canadian.
1: (laughs) We are stealing a living. I heard someone needed some help with stitches. Well, yes, my good friend Justin has... (laughs) Well yes, my good friend Justin has had an accident in his trousers, but that wasn't the type of stitches I was texting you about. Wilfred, I wouldn't call those texts, I would call them sex. And we both know who's the boss in this sordid affair, if you know what I mean. What
0: the fuck, Wilfred? Are you sexting Shane Mendoza? And is Shane your
1: boss? Quite, you could say. I'm sexting my boss winks to camera and Jesus Christ I can rates. just imagine Cat there kind of watch <laughs> telly and Ben's giggling away to himself on holiday very good I think whatever whoever
0: if just, can you ask your therapist Jordan if they do mates rates for Ben because I think there's a lot of issues that Ben needs to deal with there I think we've all got a lot to deal with can I just say look Wilfred and Justin it's very much a series 5 thing Okay, yeah. I don't think they'll be part of series 6 Wilfred and Justin I'm afraid are uh, well they're going to that very special place where the help hotline is
1: mm-hmm. thank you well Ben I think thank you for Ben's laughing his head off here. I think he's the only person is listening to that right so this is the last bonus episode of the series we really hope you've enjoyed these little extra nuggets of William and me are we ready for one more on Tuesday my good friend Oh, go on. Wild horses wouldn't stop me from coming up again on Tuesday. Wild horses couldn't drag me away. Lovely.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen